0: Y'all ready
1: to be history? Get started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello,
0: everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Rode Microphones. These guys are professional. They're
1: motivated. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robo Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO stars. George the Tech Whitem from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line
2: right up, ladies. Here we go.
1: Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite podcast. We have a special guest once again, Marilyn Wisner. How are you, Marilyn?
2: I'm great. How are you doing?
1: Uh, good. Now we should uh, we got a you know a subject we're obviously going to get to at some point, but we should actually cover off what's been happening for the last hour and forty minutes. <laughs> now I have no idea. Apollo thirteen managed to go around the dark side uh, of the moon with basically a plastic bottle, a piece of cardboard, and some sticky tape,
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, we had a bit more trouble with the Apollo, mm. our version of the Apollo, the Apollo 2. Who wants to start getting the boots
3: in? Well, Mary Lynn stirred the oxygen tanks. That was the problem, wasn't it?
4: I'm so sorry.
2: I know. And, and yeah, you guys definitely rescued me. So thank you.
0: Robert, you did all the heavy lifting here. You
4: talked. Right. I was going to say, it's a little bit hard to completely blame Apollo, like, like, Ultimately, with this one, we didn't have to go into the command line and... Right, You're a manufacturer <laughs> <and reprogrammed> apologist. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I sympathize, I guess. But no, it was like, you know, I, there, there was no microphone. So this whole thing started out with like, hey, just pick your microphone. Um, what are you using? I'm using an Apollo. Okay, click on Apollo. There is no Apollo in the list. All right, why not? And then we couldn't figure out why there was no Apollo in the list until I screen-shared in to find out that the Apollo driver said, nothing is connected. So I was just like, let's just reinstall the Apollo driver. So we reinstall the Apollo driver or the whole software, which you have to download every single plugin, right? Should be yeah, a small you can't thing, but download no, it's a driver. four gigs. You to download
0: you a four gig package.
4: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you download that, install that, and then it basically says um, you know permissions, this. Give give permissions, but if you don't give permissions within 30 minutes, then basically what it doesn't say but kind of implies is that it's going to forever banish this software which is probably how we got in that situation in the first place where whoever installed it didn't finish that last last, didn't click on allow within 30 minutes and now there's never the opportunity to allow until we reinstalled so then we got it reinstalled then we got the computer rebooted then we (laughs) Launched Apollo, and then it immediately wanted its firmware updated, and uh, and finally. Meanwhile, cursing
2: my name uh, (laughs) quietly (laughs) all (laughs) throughout
3: (laughs) the. Well, I co- to be honest with you, I caught up on a bit of paperwork that I've been trying to get to all week. So, yeah, you know, it was kind of helpful. <laughs> yeah, I
2: did a bit I of my like taxes. Yeah, I did my yeah. like taxes.
1: <laughs> I just did the shopping um, <laughs> for the week.
3: Polished the Vespa. Is that what they call yeah. it these days? <laughs> Polished the Vespa. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're but, saying uh, these days.
1: In, we should actually, interestingly, say this is not on a PC. This is on a Mac. That's correct? The Mac? Yeah, right. The days it's of- the
4: security. And, and and so what what made it what what I said when I was like you know maybe it's not entirely Apollo it's also the Mac is you know trying to protect the user from ever possibly falling into some rabbit hole so you have to be very yes I agree I want to do this I am letting this happen and there's so many places to click that the the joke before this was just to get the screen share going so that I could help Marilyn there was a whole bunch of you know hurdles to jump through with that with allowing the screen to be seen with allowing the mac to be controlled again a trip to the security and privacy where i i don't think apple has that refined very well because as soon as you go to security and privacy you have to know to go to the right side and then you have to know to click on the left side which what what item you want to give permissions to is it my screen is it my accessibility
1: (laughs) but
2: you know what you know what this all speaks to and not to like totally veer off here but You know, poor voice actors. I mean, because if you're someone like me who is not tech savvy and you're just trying to record something or you've got a quick source connect session and, you you know, could you imagine you're freaking out that you have to do this and do that and then what? And I didn't know to do this and do that. You know, I mean, there's so much more pressure added to just, you know, having to be performance ready now having to be, you know, tech savvy ready, engineer ready, producer ready um it's a lot i think that you know there's there's got to be some kind of uh I, I mean i know that's what everybody has to be now i get that and i appreciate that but you know it's it's kind of overwhelming yeah,
4: yeah. and i mean this is like if this wasn't the friendly neighborhood podcast it would have been like a oh, the
3: session would have been lost i would have lost yep. the
2: job yeah.
3: Yeah. oh yeah absolutely. well andrew you had the engineer ready situation last night right
1: I did, and this is not the first time. And it's, um, and I actually did speak to Robbo about this because um, I was asked to um, include playback during the session, and I replied saying I don't do playback.
3: Yeah, but not only playback. Didn't they want? Didn't they want cuts as well?
1: And no, it wasn't cuts. It was just playback. But the playback thing is. By like, the way, can you mix it for me? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I said to Robbo, why am I even bothering? I must well do the whole thing. You don't need an engineer. If if that's what you want. By the way, I play guitar.
4: You need some music, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, Robert. Robert right. Let me
3: ask you this: if you had if you had voice talent that could only come to you on Zoom, for whatever reason, you know you didn't have Source Connect, so Zoom was your only option. I said this to Andrew. Like, so I don't have agree, Source
4: Connect or the talent doesn't have Source well, Connect. Well just
3: say no one you, you can't use Source Connect. The only way you can connect everybody together is through Zoom, right? This is what I would okay, do, and yep. I'd be interested to see if you agreed. If I was because the audio engineer was basically going, I can't give you playback. Andrew needs you to. But if I was the engineer, I would record the Zoom call as I would normally record any voiceover session. As we were going, I would be labeling clips and and, you know, good good tag or, you know. Joe, the client, said, nice tag, blah, 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 as I would normally cut up my session. And then when they wanted to hear playback, I would go, okay, listen, you need to remember this is only Zoom quality audio. We're only listening for performance, not for audio quality. Here you go. Here's what your preferred take is. But wait, wait,
0: wait. Was there actually an engineer literally There
3: on was the an line? engineer. Was so what was he doing? Yeah. What, was, what was this that's, engineer that's doing? Why kidding. did he need I'm to totally be there? He was... Lost. He was was obviously taking notes. Yeah. He He was was like engineering a different job. (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) Maybe like me, maybe he was doing his tax return while he was waiting for Andrew to finish. I don't know. But it's like.
0: That's the part that really has me scratching my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I guess my point to Robert is regardless of how the audio was coming in, wouldn't you treat it as a normal session? And if the client wanted playback and just give them that playback, but just be going, I would basically double my work. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what, what you're saying is like for, for whatever reason, it would never happen, but Source Connect was not an option. And I would do it the same way I would do a phone patch session in like 1990. So, mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you record over the phone, everyone's hearing it over the phone, and then you do edits and you have your edits all set. And then the voice talent sends you the audio file and then you get your assistant to ear match everything mm-hmm. that you did. That's and, right. Sometimes what you do there is you also like you know have the voice talent parrot the take numbers, so at least when you're going through, you can find them the talent easier. is
0: also running a DAT machine backup in case Pro Tools <laughs> crashes. <laughs> and I'm, I know you're oh, laughing, but that's DAT actually DAT yep. literally
4: what my clients did back in 1999 2000. Well, yep. do you know how I did it on the DAT machine? No. Stereo to the DAT machine. Voice talent is going to both channels talk back is going to one of the two channels mm-hmm. so that you could have the slate, but no one, if anybody grabbed the talk back mic at the wrong time, yeah. you always had the right channel that was totally clean.
3: Oh my God. It's too much mm. to deal with. Been there, done that. Too much. I actually date. had my portable DAP machine out the other day. There you go.
2: <laughs> I remember taking up the portable DAP machine, sometimes like in the 90s when early 90s i had clients that would you know were adamant about like real person casting and we don't want actors we want you to go to the mall and cast people and i would bring the portable dat machine and a microphone with me and go to glendale galleria or whatever (laughs) and and, you know uh, ask people to read copy
3: (laughs) real man on the street yeah yeah well see i used to have to do that but in a different way I had to go and get you know street um you know street responses for because I was in radio so you know you'd want people going oh I love summertime and all that sort of stuff so you'd, mm-hmm. you'd be walking down the mall in your triple m t-shirt with the portable dat recorder and a microphone and stopping people going hey do you mind doing something for me <laughs> Getting, and they go, getting you sure? To do I get an icy cold can of Where's coke? My an icy cold can of coke. That's right. Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go record sound effects. I remember one time I had to go to the subway and pick up like sound effects of the subway. But the thing is that we had this DAP machine that fit in a bag, kind of like your ENG setup. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the front panel of the DAP machine is facing up at you, and then the mic we had was a shotgun mic in a big. Weird blimp with a handle on it, and if you were just looking casually on it, it looked kind of like a military gun. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like this long shotgun with a grip on in the bottom of it. And you're like walking on the subway with this, thing. you look like you came out
0: of
1: a Ghostbusters movie or some crazy crap, exactly. Yeah. Running away from you, don't cross the street,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: yeah, pick your location carrying something like that for sure, indeed. Right? But I reckon this whole thing about playback is it. Well, I, I know now because George actually fessed up. But because uh, I said to Robo yesterday, I bet this came out of America. I bet some American talent said, "I'll do playback."
2: I bet you're right. Why are you
1: blaming us? Because it's your fault.
2: Because there's a lot of there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of over eager actors, you know, and some of these. A lot, a lot I have, of willing I have to eat some each students have told me they'll put music on their auditions when they do pay-to-play auditions, you know, just to have a leg up. It's like, God, you're doing all this extra work you don't need to do. Yep. You know, yeah. so.
4: It's a good way to hide all the noise in your setup. Just put music on it. <laughs> and, and use an effect <laughs> exactly. like this. Just this <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: cool. That's
4: cool. Uh, yeah.
3: George, and get you, you a job in job. radio imaging. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. hey,
4: Marianne, yeah, give it. me give me the screen share back, and we'll one up George.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like
4: I got the whole
3: polo.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure uh, you will. But speaking of which, I did see a, a, a thread that you actually took down, Mary Lynn.
2: <laughs> oh, poor Mary Lynn.
1: <laughs> It was it was it was interesting. I think George, you jumped in at one point. I certainly no, no. jumped in. Yes, I did actually. And, and yeah, you did. <laughs> And it was about the delivery of auditions, should you or should you not de-breath, edit, yes. et cetera, et cetera.
2: I put um, it up there because, oh, gosh, I, I feel like I need to be a little sensitive because I'm not sure if there's a particular agent listening because I know one agent really likes this. But um, I've noticed this trend lately um, where I'm getting auditions back I kind of want to say particularly from one a- agent, see, um, anyway, where the actors are taking every breath out and if you're not good at editing, um, so you're just kind of butting up your sentences together or even if you are leaving a little bit of like, uh, room noise, it's, I can still hear it and it's so distracting to me and it's so unnatural sounding and, when you're, say, someone like me that's a casting director, and you're listening back to a whole bunch of auditions, and they all kind of come in from one place, it actually sounds, it's very distracting, and it's also, um, I couldn't submit any talent from this particular agency, because it was just so annoying to me, and then I started thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just being hyper, you know, aware of it, and because now I'm so focused on it, that's all I'm hearing, but when I played those auditions back against, you know, actors' auditions that I was getting elsewhere, what I wasn't hearing was so loud. You know what I'm saying? That um, I didn't want my client to think that I had recorded those people that way. The silence so was definitely right, right.
4: You yeah. didn't. You didn't want that that low quality to speak for your quality. Yeah,
2: and it. it what's unfortunate is that. You know, it wasn't the sound quality of these actors or necessarily their performance. It was the editing quality and this, this uh, trend or whatever they're doing. I don't know what it is. There's so- nothing
4: better than a breath cut in
2: half. What's that?
4: (laughs) Like a breath just sliced in half? Yeah,
2: it's a it's a very weird phenomenon. And when you start focusing on it, that's all you hear. Mm -hmm. And so I just put a post up on Facebook like, "Hey guys, what is this trend that's going on where you're cutting out every single breath? You know, you're allowed to breathe. It's more. It's weirder to hear people not breathe in an audition. You know. And I, of course, you can take you know the occasional gasp out or whatever, but to to have these very clipped edits it's distracting so it created this huge thread <laughs> yeah. and um i did take it down it after a while because it was just kind I, of annoying i think me. my but question
0: was clarity on what you're describing so i was more and, and you addressed this a minute ago briefly but was whether they were chopping out the time where the breath was silencing mm-hmm. when the breath was or or what what were they actually doing that was so distracting and it sounds to me like you're describing that they were literally deleting that time changing the exactly. timing of the performance
1: exactly yeah, that's,
4: that's yeah you you always you always leave some time there and it has to sound like it was naturally read if like people know when someone needs to take a breath or when there's an end of a sentence yeah. and if you everybody's worried about AI, AI. yeah take out all the breaths and sound like ai
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <a> computer. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a very It's
0: like, yeah. you know, humans breathe. And I always, I always so tell did, people- So did
4: you do like a- sorry, go No, ahead, I always
0: bird. tell people like uh, when you listen to NPR or any of the hundreds of shows you listen to, the podcasts, not a single thing you're hearing in almost entirely is, unless it's a highly produced production, is the breath. It's all mm-hmm. the breaths are there. The natural human speech patterns are there. If, the little mouth noises are there.
4: It's all there. <laughs> you know? If I'm doing a, a spot, like I'll maybe de breath the announcer, but if it's anything that's like supposed to sound like an an actor playing a part, anything like that, you leave the breaths in. Yeah.
2: It, absolutely. It, and and like I said, I mean, obviously sometimes people will take a you know, you just maybe if you have a long script, you take a big, you know, gasping. breath in yeah. or something. But yeah, I get that. But what's annoying and I think where this person was missing the mark and directing the talent to take their breaths out is that they were also eliminating just even the kind of the gas the gap in between so
0: right they're messing with it the really sound, sounded man. so
2: unnatural yeah. or if the person mm-hmm. went in and took a breath out then they just met they might have just recorded a little bit of like room noise but it still sounded different you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um again i'm not savvy the way you guys are with that but it was, it's, it's quite noticeable to me. And again, you know, I know I'm way more focused on those kinds of things and, and you know, being casting there, director, I want to send my client back. Yeah, the, something the I
0: see stuff. that gets trickled to me from my clients that are coming to me for tech help is, I'll, and they'll say, I was told to fill in the blank, or <sighs> somebody said to fill in the blank. And then I'll yeah. say, or or the audition said fill in the blank. And I'll say, well, can you send me that so so I can read it? Because the language is important, right? You know how much Mm -hmm. effort a commercial copywriter puts in writing commercial copy. Like every word is slaved over, right? Mm -hmm. Language is really important. And if you don't describe the instructions to a talent or anybody else accurately, then you can get a, a dramatically wrong result. Even misplacing a comma can have very, very different meanings, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, and and this is what I would see. I would see instructions provided to the talent that were poorly written. And so the talent is just interpreting it the best they understand, which is, uh, I'm told to remove the breaths. Okay, that is not enough information. You know, it's like, if they want the breath levels reduced, that's one thing. If they want the breaths silenced, that's another thing. But if they want all the breaths cut out... And the time removed—that's
4: another thing, which I don't think anybody wants. That I see no situation where a talent should ever have to remove breaths.
2: Absolutely, and like, I'll tell maybe you something maybe top
4: and tail, the beginning and the end, so you don't hear like the shuffling of papers before. But yeah, of course, man, Like I, in my
2: thirty it, years of casting, I have never, ever, you know, had an ad agency producer. Or copywriter, you know, when they hired me to cast the spot, say, say, "Oh, make sure the talent takes out the breaths." So it's not coming from them. Right? right? It's not coming from the ad agency or the production company. It's some particular, uh, you know, person or representative or whatever that that thinks that that's what's going to make it better. I I don't know, you know. And again, I'm I'm not trying to. I, call people out. I just think that it's really not helpful to the actor.
0: Yeah, and if that gets spread out as a as a trend, like if that piece of instruction gets carbon copied enough, it spreads very quickly and then another mm-hmm. agency or another representative or someone at an agency could say, "Well, these look like good instructions. Just send those."
1: And then those so go out to more people. I think it's more about the information being misunderstood. That's the issue because um admittedly if I audition or whatever I will actually if the breath is distracting I will remove it if it's not then I'll keep it you mm-hmm. know whatever works for that read. But I think the trouble is that it's like they chuck throw a huge blanket over this statement.
4: Well it's absolutes. So, so I I had someone the other day that was like, I have to do audio books and it says it has to be between this level and that level, but it can't be compressed and it can't be. Limited. Oh
0: God, that's been going around. And I was yeah. like, well, then there's no way. It's another episode there's, no, bitch about. there's
4: no effing way that that's going to happen. You're going to compress it. If you want to guarantee a certain level, enter a compressor and t- like, you know, especially if you're going to dictate the low level and the high level and you're giving a very specific window and so the, this person was just like well it says no compression so I, I don't know what to do it's say like saying I want you like, to run a 100 meter
0: dash but never let your feet lift off the
1: ground completely
4: <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> just yeah. impossible yeah, yeah look I guess I'm like, I'm like there's no I way I can to actually do, it. do
3: that 100 meter dash without lifting my feet off the ground just saying
0: Benny Hill music <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
3: just got a ma- he's got a 100 meter roll of black PVC and some Vaseline <laughs> <laughs> yeah I- <laughs> how do you know what I'm doing on the weekend oh jeez <laughs> I, 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 I probably You've got a talking. bit of a different take on it. I, for me, I don't know that the that, that you know some clunky editing in a, a, a submission would Undition. necessarily sort of turn me off, but I guess what would turn me off, and maybe the two are combined thinking about it, would is um, you know, if it was over compressed and and EQ'd and and just in a way that sort of made me think this is what I'm gonna get and what I'm gonna have to work with, that would put me off more than worrying about some sloppy editing because. The sloppy editing is just as simple. Hey, don't touch, don't cut anything when you send me the final.
4: I was going to ask about that because um, I don't think, in my mind at least, I assume that any audition is indicative at all of the recording environment. That's so, right. in other words, the assumption is that it's a professional voice talent, and so the, my, my my first gripe with auditions is this. However, the Here's the parameters of the audition, like whatever it might be, non-union, mm-hmm. uh, like in this particular city, this, that, and the other thing. And then every agent in the world has to email and be like, does it have to be this or can we submit that? Or they don't even do that and they submit stuff that's outside of the um, spec. So then you end up with… If, if you don't catch it yourself and it goes through the clients, the clients decide to hire that person. All of a sudden your job got more expensive maybe because apparently this talent has to be sent to a studio and they don't have a home studio or vice versa. And, or, you know, they're not in an area where, where you were prepared to have them because sometimes there are some regional issues. And so it's like not reading the spec or thinking that you're allowed to, Make up your own spec or ignore some individual item within it. That's annoying. Um, but then the other thing is, I think for a talent, if you, if you're auditioning, the assumption is that you have a setup that you can record professionally with. And then, yeah, for all I care, like audition on the subway with your iPhone. We just want to hear your interpretation and something that gets you a good idea of what your voice is. But I don't think anybody necessarily is listening to auditions, assuming that that's exactly how it will be. Mm. You know, well, I
0: think it's another issue. And that is, if the actual actor who, again, quote unquote, is actually a professional, then they know what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So if
0: they edit out right. all the breaths and listen to it back and they hear the result of doing that and think that's the, what it's supposed to sound like, they're mm-hmm. not a professional friggin' voice actor.
1: True. There's mm-hmm.
3: no way they True. can be unless they're living. They under don't the not of God, from their agent going, you need to cut your breaths out. I
0: That's suppose. the problem. No, listening is everything. You have well, to be a good know, listener. The, you have to know what you're listening for and know what it's supposed to sound like.
3: Yeah,
2: but, yeah. And I, to the I, direction. I <laughs> think um, the reason you know I get hired, the reason you hire a casting director rather than you know just throwing it out to all the agents out there and hoping that they read the specs and they do it right, like you were saying. Um, is that we mull through and get, go through all that and send the best. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's too competitive out there now. I mean, I, I don't have to throw the net out all across the country. I do because I'm, you know, I feel like that's my job. But if I really had to cast any job, I could find everybody I need here in L.A., you know. but But I don't. You know, I'll throw the net out wider. And I think that for actors to be competitive in this industry— You know, yes, you have to know how to edit. You have to know how to record yourself and present your audition as close to you know broadcast quality as possible. Because ultimately, that's what they're going to want it to sound like on air. Um, The performance obviously is paramount, but um, you know, I I can't submit somebody's audition if their performance is great but the sound quality is really bad. You know, so has that changed yeah. more um, so
4: in the last two years hmm, since COVID? Yeah,
2: I've never oh, really yeah. thought that.
4: So, so, so now, now the sound quality is assumed to be what you're getting, whereas before, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I still think that way. Like, I just assume that like a, an actor doesn't want to be like handcuffed to their booth, and so an, an audition comes in and why not just like have an app on your cell phone and go find a quiet corner and give your audition. I've gotten some
2: great auditions off people's, you know, iPhones and really good auditions where I've been kind of surprised, you know, where they're great. Um, I mean, maybe
4: my statement about doing it on the train is a little bit extreme. I'd only do that to Robbo. (laughs) Yeah. I was (laughs) going to say, I I only recording an episode
0: from the train. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I to yeah. me, I agree with you. The performance, again, is what is important. And again, that goes back to like my job. If I've heard somebody's performance and it was really good, but the sound quality was bad. I'll call that actor if I know, you know, if I have their number or email them or whatever. Or I'll call their agent and say, hey, George's take was great. Just have him redo it because the sound was, you know, kind of crappy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what, you know, That again, that's why you hire a casting director. Right. But if I'm, you know, reaching out to an agent and I'm very specific about, you know, make sure they have source connect, make sure they're you know, union or whatever it is, and here's the, the the directions and the specs because I took the time to talk to the ad agency and all that stuff. I expect to get back the the proper audition, and I don't expect to get back all that weird stuff because it just, I think it actually sounds more unprofessional. It just sounds choppy, and it, it you know, when I'm sending those actors auditions against other talent that don't do that, it, in the long run, you realize how badly it makes those actors. Sound. Can I
0: ask you? This is probably some, not something you can answer, but did you have a just from some of those that you could receive that were in that way?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you have the feeling that these actors had you know considerable experience and they're just yes. taking marching orders? You know, like walking yes, off
3: a cliff.
2: Absolutely,
3: walk off that cliff, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I would play yeah. devil's advocate too, Marilyn, and and maybe put this to you. When you, when you get a good what you call a good recording is it's probably processed. I'm imagining some compression and EQ and all the rest of it to make them sound make them pop when you're listening to their demos. So if they're doing that, if they're compressing and EQing, and sort of as we've talked about, you know, they're not engineers. Some of those processes can make breaths sound really unnatural and pop and be really harsh and all the rest of it is there then a temptation when they're trying to present you with the best recording is there then a temptation for them to go oh shit those breaths they're really distracting i might take them out so is is one thing leading to another problem though because these guys aren't engineers they're voiceover artists
2: that's a good question i'm i'll be very honest with you i i sometimes can't tell when somebody's done all the processing and compression it just still sounds good to me. Um, I can, it's the bad editing. I can tell, yeah, you know, and, sure. and again, you guys have way different ears than I have when it comes to, you know, processing and that sort of thing. So, um, I'm always first and foremost listening for a performance and are they following the specs or do they have something interesting in their voice or how did they interpret that copy and, you know, all those kinds of, you know, more actory performance things. Um, to me it's kind of more of a a jarring um because when you're at least for me like when I'm listening back to casting sessions and auditions I kind of get into the zone and I'm very focused on the performance and then when I hear like that cut you know it's it's very subtle of course but in my ear it's sort of jarring so again I'm not sure if I'm making sense but it it's more distracting to me than if they over-processed or EQ'd or whatever.
3: So if we paraphrased what you've just said, and this it might take, correct me if I'm wrong, but you would rather hear a breath that might be a little unnatural than no breath at all that's a bad edit. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's other things like
4: some words, the breath is almost like w and like it's like the exhale is kind of sometimes part of the word mm-hmm. and part, mm-hmm. part of the performance So you have to be careful sometimes about how you do it the other thing i was going to point out to everyone out there is that if you compress you will effectively make your breaths louder right yeah um, and room so, time so and eq right yeah. and, and everything right yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. so so it's like you know like you you can start creating work for yourself if you're trying to like over-process these things. Yeah, good point. I I, I really think it's about the performance and about having just a reasonably clean recording so that whatever noise is going on is not interfering with hearing of who you are
1: and how you do what you do. That's what the audition's about. I just try and imagine where this voiceover is going to be used and how it's going to be used, and then that's how I would deliver it so it would actually sound like it was going to be the finished voiceover. And that's because you're a pro.
2: That's, I, I was just going to say, that's <laughs> the way you should be doing it. Um, and it's really, I mean, you know, I always say to the actor, it, it's your audition, it's not your agent's audition. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not yeah. the booth director's audition, it's your audition. Yeah,
4: yeah that's a good point.
1: But is that a, across the board, this strange direction from some agents? No. Okay. I kind of honestly avoid listening to
4: auditions but um I, I've, I've not heard of that before I, I i think i remember when george brought the thread up and it was so odd to me i <laughs> I, I didn't understand like why like deep-breathing auditions like what
2: it's yeah. odd to what? me it's it's an yeah. odd thing and i i i think one of you just said this earlier is that you know it's it's sort of becoming the, maybe a little bit of a snowball thing like maybe somebody this one you know this particular thing is happening in one region, let's say, and then, you know, those actors say, well, this is what I was told to do, and then somebody, they tell somebody, and so on, and so on, and then they think that that's what they're supposed to do, yeah. and, um, you know, it, it it can snowball, and that's why I brought it up on Facebook. I was just like, what is this trend? And, you know, it's very interesting. I don't know if you guys noticed um, before I took it down, you know, a lot of long time pros that commented were like, what? What are you talking about? Because it's not something normally that any of them would do. So it's kind of this new thing that um, you know, this but one particular faction mm-hmm. just started doing.
4: I have a strange one that's not so like maybe not so strange, but uh uh audio engineer voice talent uh submits audition and they sound not like themselves and then find out that yeah well this was like they were trying to sound bigger and whatnot and they literally pitched themselves down mm. and then in the session it's 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 basically like oh yeah when you're done just do this like knock it down by two cents or five cents or whatever the pitch shift was <laughs> oh wow it's like Mm-mm-mm. i don't know <laughs> like
3: that's
0: crossing the streams
4: yeah I think a little so. bit yeah like that's what I do, and 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 what was interesting is I I thought the other place where I was going to run into this I I had to record the um, you know like the monster truck guy, mm-hmm. and I was expecting like I I was all excited I was like dude I would, like like what's your setup what do you do mm-hmm. right, and he's like I don't I don't have it I don't like just this here's my mic like nothing not no I was like really like nothing no compression or anything, and. And I, you know, figured it out. It wasn't that hard to be honest, but I was just surprised. If if there's anybody out there that had a signature sound or a kind of thing, I was like, you know, like I was expecting that to be a processed VO recording or you know signal that i was going to get and what was really funny about it is it sounded incredibly unimpressive <laughs> yeah. during during the session like poor guy it's not until you like threw all the compression and the delay all over it and then i was like
2: sunday sunday sunday
4: but if i was like sunday sunday sunday
1: like <laughs> yeah. well, <that's> <laughs> but it was funny going back to your point before Marilyn, and i i did see quite a few of the uh, what you regard as veteran voice talent uh, making comments mm-hmm. and one in particular which i engaged with um, but it was once again it was it was too like black and white. there was no sort of gray area in in the comment. It was like, why would you even think about doing something like that? Right. It's like, well, <laughs> you would think about doing something like that because sometimes things can be distracting and it may just happen to be a breath that is really distracting and you should remove it because you're trying to deliver something that is not going to distract the person who's casting you. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that is simply just
0: professional talent with years of experience.
4: Yeah, but, but you, if you so the point is, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, correct. Right, do yeah. it
2: right, and not on every single breath. You right. know, because it, it, people breathe. You know, we're humans. So. Yeah, I
4: mean the, the the way to get away with it, quite frankly, is this: you first have to have a very quiet environment so that when you cut the breath out you don't end up with a feel the silence kind of moment where you notice the noise floor. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe they don't even notice that you have a noise floor until you cut the breath out and then Mm. they know what silence is so first off is have a clean enough signal where when you cut the breath out it's completely unnoticed. When you cut the breath out leave the time unless for some reason you know you took too much time for that Um, and then finally if you want to get persnickety about it, it depends on what program you're in, but it should be able to, you should hopefully be able to throw a bunch of blanket fade-ins, the quickest little two millisecond, three millisecond fade-ins and and outs. And that way, if there is a low noise floor, it doesn't click in or click out. Because yeah. the worst situation would be as if you had like a low rumble going on in your house and, or wherever your recording environment is, and you cut the breath out. When the breath cuts out, it clicks out because it just goes from... And then when it comes back in before you speak, it clicks in Mm -hmm. and it just becomes incredibly
0: obvious. If you're using Twisted Wave or Adobe Audition and edit in waveform mode, you use what's called special paste or mix paste to put in room tone wherever you're removing something. And when it's done correctly, it is seamless. I mean, it is completely seamless. The edits disappear completely, other than the eeriness of not not ever breathing ever. (laughs) special paste so special paste is like a like paste paste in the gaps kind of thing
2: special paste yeah
0: so with special paste you can copy a segment of room tone and then it stays in the clipboard you know that's the memory it's temporary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um, any place you want to replace let's say between breaths you did the old that horror show of a mouth click sound (laughs) you know to 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 suck your tongue (laughs) right well you can immediately paste uh, your room tone over it and by using special paste The paste room tone will match the length of the selection. So if you want to replace a mouth, click, breath horror show that lasts for (laughs) 0.23 seconds or 0.5 seconds, you can have five seconds of room tone. But when you special paste it, it will paste in exactly the length of your selection. Boom, Bob's your uncle. It flies. It goes so fast. that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, again...
4: You, in, in Pro Tools, that's command option paste,
3: yeah, which is cool. to fill or
4: paste
0: to fill. Yeah, Same re- idea. I yeah. Feel yeah.
4: Selection. Most DAWs yeah. have Could it. you
2: imagine actors like, you know, again, when you're trying to get a whole bunch of auditions out. And that's then what it. I'm saying. Just get a quiet room. I know. And then you don't it's, even have to it's do ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. Yeah, but it's the ridiculous. quiet
0: room in a home studio is still minus 50 to minus 60 decibels of room tone. Yeah. It's not oh. silent. Yeah. Digital black is like minus what 90 or wide collider,
4: minus 144, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's, it's, (laughs) you know,
0: uh, nobody, almost nobody has that in in Los Angeles or in a city. Um, I've heard a lot of studios. So it's, it's just know what you're giving them and understand the context of what you're auditioning for. Know the market, know what they're, know what they want, and you're going to get the gig. The person, the people that don't know what they're wanting are going to miss the mark every time. And that's being mm-hmm. professional. That's
4: that's experience, right? Interestingly, I, I think uh, there's something to be said for the audition that sounds like it's trying too hard.
2: Exactly. For whatever
4: reason, taking out breaths sounds processed, sounds like too, you know... If if it's obvious that you've edited, it's sort of like you're cheating in a way. Well, that's
2: what I think. Because then I go, okay, if they spend all that time doing that, yeah. then what else did they do? And they're they're not going to be able to, you know, do perform it. on do the fly. And and so right. you right. just it's like Ugh, forget it. Right. I move on.
0: Maybe mm-hmm. it just makes me want to kind of rethink some of the some of the support I provide or at least advice. You know, and that is spend more time listening. Um, you know, because I, I realize I don't tell people that very often. I don't catch myself telling people, now listen to it back. Now, how did that sound to you? You know, like, listen to it. I, I, I ask pros to do it all the time. I'm like, go ahead, listen to that back. What do you think? And they know what it's supposed to sound like. And they go, uh, let's do this or that, or, oh, we got it. But a lot of people without that experience, they need to learn that. They need to have mm-hmm. the practice of listening.
2: Well, I think this particular group is being told what to do so they're Kind of afraid to yeah. not submit per the instructions. That's tough. That's
4: I'm a, tough, I'm a that's big tough fan of either. less is more. When, yeah. when Whenever you don't know, less is typically more.
2: Yeah. I've seen
4: people get jobs because, you know, um, for, for instance, I, I remember one, I think they were auditioning Santa. And it was just like a whole bunch of people were like, ho, ho, ho. And one person Really read the script and kind of got it that it was like this, whatever, Santa, I can't remember. They got like, ho, ho, ho. And, <laughs> and disenchanted Santa. And, and had had an interpretation. And it was odd, but it's like, got it. Mm-hmm. And, right. and it wasn't just that he, it was it like stood out because it was like so typical. Like, ho, ho, ho. Everyone has sure. done it. it. It just didn't like have a impact.
2: Well, that's and, why um, I always tell actors, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of, you know, ad-libbing and lead-ins and things like that. Because- you know, I always say, think about who's listening back to you. You know, I, I'm the bored, jaded casting director who has to listen to a hundred auditions. And if you don't grab me on that first line, you know. Hundreds Next. of
1: ho-ho-hos.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. No hoes. Ho,
2: ho, 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 ho. I,
1: I think Santa's going to have a great Christmas with all those hoes hanging around. <laughs>
4: <sighs> <sighs> so so how about, I, I've seen auditions where it's, a, it's like a, you know, two... Whatever, like a mother-father script or something. Uh And then the person auditioning gets somebody else to read the other lines.
2: Yeah. We don't do that anymore. I mean, again, that's something... I kind of call that like in the the non-union world. Again, as a casting director, if we had a dialogue spot, I would have both actors in the booth together reading the spot. Um, that was like
4: twenty years ago when they would let you do that, like actually you know, have people well, come
2: in. I never did that. I always had. I always, I always sent back auditions to my clients that would sound like the actual commercial. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, maybe an actor didn't show up, and it, you know there was one actor left, and I had to have him wildline it, but. um you know, but, but but honestly,
4: when was that that they like even in person directed auditions even, I know. You know? Well,
2: pre pandemic I was still having actors come into the studio. I mean I do I oh, wow. mostly would do um you know, I'll be honest, most of the time I would send stuff to the agents, but if it was a big campaign, I had them coming into the studio so I could direct them and work with them. Um now, you know,
4: it's well, been years since I've like seen the end any of an any, era. Any, like, I know mm-hmm. it's kind
2: of sad. We don't get to yeah. have them in the booth anymore. And the actors but,
4: missed that too. Um, they missed out. I mean, I remember when actors used to get paid for auditions.
2: Well, celebrities did not. Not no, If no, it was like a, a demo, demo they'd call it would, a demo. Then a demo, right? You're right. They'd get yeah.
4: some like not full money, but they would they would come in. They'd sign their sheet. They there was like very specific rules about what direction could be given, everyone had to be given the same direction. You're yeah, all that was usually like a callback
2: situation.
1: Yeah, we used to get paid here. It's called a submission rate.
3: Oh, nice! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But um, that seems to be. Well, Was it used to be about one hundred and
3: twenty bucks or something? Wasn't it? One
1: hundred and ninety. So,
3: yeah,
1: one ninety. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think now everyone's sort of working from home. They're kind of people are going well.
3: But then also, if it went final, if it went final, that sub rate would go come off. We'll come, yeah, off, the, come yeah, off the off the big right. Right. Yeah, Main yeah. rate. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't a separate field yeah. together. Yeah.
1: No, not at all.
3: So there you go. Don't deep breath. You. Don't deep breath. Don't <laughs> de breath.
2: Just breathe.
3: <laughs> Unless it's going to win you a gig, I'm going to throw another can. Exactly. I'm going to throw another one in there just quickly too. Don't, don't. Whatever you do, don't buy Waves deep breath. I had a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, we didn't <laughs> get to that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gosh. I, 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 the, I tell you every what. Syllable. Even, even yeah. as an audio engineer, I hate it. I just, I. It doesn't work. I'm Sorry, sorry, Waves. Sorry, Gomez. If you're listening, I love you, buddy. It doesn't work. It's terrible yeah it, it takes out stuff that's not supposed to be te- yeah. It, it's, yeah it's, it's like
1: so a just, really crazy gate yeah
4: it's
3: awful yeah it's awful yeah. sorry might yeah. work for vocals no. on for vocalists I think it,
4: I think it's more meant for like music it's meant to be more where... musical yeah
3: it doesn't work on voiceover yeah absolutely no. there you go so yeah. voiceover deep
0: breath is the next edition plug in
3: totally <laughs> there you go George. oh boy <laughs> Well, good maybe man, maybe, George, maybe you can get onto Apollo and get them to include that in their uh, in their massive four gig download uh-huh. of bundle of software. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Apollo. That's one big something arsenal. else from Apollo that doesn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, get yourself a lawyer, son. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, I was going to say you're going to need a real good one. There's There's lots of of the thoughts and opinions of the hosts of the show, we're yeah. not the owners of the network. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me, by the way.
2: Was you don't represent the send all the Patreon opinions. checks
1: directly to Universal
4: Audio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Robert Marshall it's speaking. Exact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <geez.
1: laughs> uh,
2: well, that was fun. Is it over?
1: The Pro Audio Suite recorded using Rode NTG5s and Source Connect. edited by Andrew Peters and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging with tech support from George the Tech Whittle help us share the show with more people and get your hands on exclusive content by contributing to our Patreon page see patreon.com forward slash Pro Audio Suite don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group to leave a comment suggest a topic or just say g'day drop us a note at our website the Pro Audio Suite dot com.